welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to this spirit-filled word by David Entry. A time to hear God's word is a time to be visited. May you receive a visitation as you listen to this message. Be blessed. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 57. Now thanks be to God, which gives. You know, there are some victories that you secure. There are other victories that are donation. It gives you as a gift. Now thanks be to God, who giveth us the victory. Say, I've got a victory. I saw something in the scriptures. When God wants to give you victory, even when your hands are weary, because sometimes you can be battle weary. Sometimes you are tired and you can't. Physically, what it takes to continue fighting sometimes is not. There was a guy, one of David's mighty men. God, he was fighting. Well, great guy. He was fighting, but now his hand was tired to hold the sword. And the supernatural kicked in. Do you know what happened? Second Samuel chapter 23, verse 10. Look at what happened. This guy, he arose and smote the Philistines until his hand was tired. But he, he stood his ground and struck down the Philistines until his hand grew tired and froze to the sword. Can you imagine? His hand was tired. By King James said his hand was stuck. He couldn't leave the sword. And so now the sword was doing the fighting. <laughs> and you see, you, there was a, a power, the power of God behind it. Because it says that the Lord brought about great victory that day. Who brought the victory? It wasn't the guy fighting. God was behind it, but it got to a time his physical strength could not continue. God orchestrated the supernatural to get involved because this victory must be won. Ah. I see somebody grabbing that victory. He said, now thanks be to God who giveth us the victory through Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 says that God causes us to triumph. He causes us to triumph. He said, now thanks be to God which always causeth us not once in a while, always causes us to triumph in As I, I was praying and meditating and getting ready to leave, prepare and come, the Lord was, the, the victory thing was so invasive, so invasive a victory, victory. Then, then the, the Lord was laying on my heart. So I was just, you know, as the Lord laid on my heart victory, I had to now pray into what sort of victory? What are the steps we to to take? And the Lord laid on my heart. The key thing about this victory is faith. Then I said, then we don't have to pray for your faith. And so no, don't forget the prayer of faith. So it's a certain prayer, but it's not the ordinary prayer. You are engaging, knowing this prayer, knowing that this is it. Do you, do you understand that it's a prayer of faith? So what what commands or what causes God to give us the victory is your faith expression. But it is so powerful when faith is expressed through prayer. Ah, when your faith is expressed through prayer, how do you express your faith? You are praying, but you know that this is it. This is the prayer my destiny has waited for. 
This is the prayer that will change everything. This today's prayer will give me a victory. Give me victory that cannot be explained. Shout hallelujah. Then the scripture says that God causes us to triumph. Romans chapter 8, verse 37 says that for we are more than conquerors. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him. You are not meant to lose in this battle. When you see a battle, know that, oh, okay, this is another one I'm about to win. Why? Because you've got backing. You've got backing. Tell somebody, I've got backing. Say, I've got backing. So, let me give you one more scripture. He said that this is the victory that overcomes the world. Therefore, whatsoever is born of God overcomes. First John chapter 5, verse 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the faith in your prayer is the victory. How do you know you have got the victory? Because you, you prayed in faith. Your prayer was uh, your prayer didn't lack faith. And he says the pray the, the faith in what you are doing is the victory. So you don't wait to see something show up. You put in the faith and the faith is the victory. Do you understand that? He said this is the victory. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith our faith is the victory that overcomes the world. What do I, what, so, Pastor, what does that mean to have faith? Sometimes you have to block your mind against all the negative circumstances that you are aware of. Smart people can't win by faith. Because when it comes to faith, it gets to a time, a, a stage in faith, it looks like you are not being wise. How can you go forward into Red Sea when you don't have a boat and all you have is a word from God and you believe it? Oh boy. No, no life jacket. No wonder Satan came to Eve and gave her a proper interpretation of what God is telling them. Gave them a human interpretation. So God is making a fool of you. He said, God knows that if you eat this thing, your life will be better. You will, in fact, you will be like God. You will be elevated in the realm of God. He said, if you eat this, but God doesn't want you, so you know what, don't listen. It hasn't changed. Sometimes when it's time to step out in faith, you are wondering, what if? What if it is my own mind? Maybe it's my own mind. Maybe it's my, maybe God is not. If you have a conviction in scripture, but sometimes God will back it with physical evidences. So certain evidence around you will go by God. Will go to back. It's a confirmation. To back this thing that God is with you. So when you start praying on that subject, don't be praying and thinking that maybe it's done. Pray and say, I enforce that victory. And begin. That's why you can't be praying this prayer getting distracted. Because there's a certain realm in the spirit that you need to enter. As soon as you enter that realm, every other thing loses its significance. 
So when you enter there, you don't see a lot of other things. And it's a certain realm you need to enter. By the time you enter there and you transact business, when you come out, you know you, you got it. You know you, you are coming from a chamber. You are coming from a certain dimension. That's why I really feel sorry for people who in an atmosphere like this cannot concentrate. There are chambers you can enter to watch. That this is by the decree of the watchers. It doesn't mean physical watching. You enter into a territory and your spiritual senses become sharp. That's when you begin to pick up transactions. And you begin to deal with things in that realm. When you come out, you have already touched something. Doesn't matter what others are saying. You know you've contacted. You understand what I'm saying? It's important. Other than that, you can go through the motions and really not secure anything. Most of them, when, most of the time when God wants to bless you, he will give you certain instructions. Yes. Blessings are always, the path of blessing are always paved with instructions. Step on one instruction after the other. But I'm not talking about ordinary instructions. Instructions that are based on insight. So you are doing this, you are taking, you are praying the way you are praying. Someone thinks it's not necessary, but you can be bothered because you know what you are doing. So now, insight makes you do it in spite of what others' opinions are. Verse 17. And from Melitus, from Melitus, he sent to Ephesus and called for the elders of the church. He said, no, everybody is qualified to be part of this meeting. He said, get me the elders. And when they came, verse 20 says that, he said, how I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you. Did you see that? A, a, a man of insight shouldn't keep back things that are profitable to the people listening to him. He said, how I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but have showed you and have taught you publicly and from house to house, testifying both to the Jews and to the, to the Greeks, repentance towards God and faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ. He said, I've, been taught, I've taught you these things. Nothing that was profitable. I didn't keep back anything that was profitable to you. So that means that the teachings that we give people must be geared towards profiting them. Remember, it says that the word, the, the, the gospel they had did not profit them. Hebrews 4, 2. So, so I, I did not cut back what was profitable to you. But it says that, and I taught you. And then he says that, now, behold, I go bound in the spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there. Hey, save that the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost witnesses in every city. So every city he goes, the Holy Spirit will be saying it. That chains and bonds, or bonds and chains, saying bonds and afflictions abide. They are waiting him, awaiting him. Well, the Jerusalem is, you say you are going. The Holy Ghost has been saying in every city. The Holy Spirit never said don't go. But just he gave you advanced knowledge. The Holy Ghost never said don't go. If the Holy Spirit said don't go, Paul will not go. But he said he was going because it was necessary for him to go. And he says that he doesn't know what's ahead, but he knows that the Holy Ghost has been saying in every city that bonds and affliction with. He said, but nevertheless... <laughs> I want to get to where God has called me to get to. You, are, you can't intimidate me with personal human challenges. He said, nevertheless, nevertheless, 
None of these things move. The things the Holy Ghost saying are waiting for you. They don't move me. What? None of these things move me. Neither count I my life dear to me. Count their life so dear to them. What have you lost for Christ? What have you suffered for Christ? What have you suffered? Count my life. Did you see how the Holy Ghost moved when you, you were angry, you were provoked and got angry and decided to be fasting for a long time? You see how the Holy Ghost moved? No, the things of God doesn't come because you are wishing it. No, there's a price to pay. There's a price to pay. Don't think your children will do God's work well because you did it well. Because you did it well, your children will also do it well. No! They must also take it upon themselves. Preachers, senior preachers who think their children must automatically also be in the ministry because their, their dad or their mom has been in the ministry for long. It's a joke. It's a joke. Anointing is never a family inheritance. It's never. Check the gift of the Holy Spirit. The nine gift is only, there's only one that is meant for you. The rest of the eight is for others. And that one meant for you is for you to build yourself, speaking in uh, uh, non tongues. The rest of it is not to benefit you. Check. The gift of the Holy Spirit, the rest of the nine, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discernment of spirit, uh, interpretation of tongue, gift of healing, gift of faith, working of miracle, and word of prophecy. All these ones not to benefit you. For the benefit of others. Ministry is not to benefit you and your family. Oh yes. The blessings that come through work with God, it benefits you and your family. But anointing is not transferable through blood. Anointing is, is not transferable to. It's for whosoever is hungry. To be honest, what I'm saying here now is not applicable to you. But my spirit is just saying something. <laughs> it's not applicable. If anything, I should say it to myself. I, 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 I should say it to my colleagues. The people I know. Make a mistake to think that the fact that you have been ministry for long, your child who has those doesn't like fasting. Who just likes eating and partying? Come and stand there, the anointing is flowing. Oh, you're joking. Sir, if you want your child to carry your anointing, train your child to do the basic things that people do for the anointing. Just that the closer you are to the oil, the more advantage you have. Because when an, an, an anointed career or career of grace or anointing, if they like you, the more you win their heart, the easier it is to catch something from. One, two things that happen when an anointed person likes you or you win an anointed person's heart. Number one is you life tends to favor you without prayer. Mishaps 
don't easily visit you. When you have a big anointing, who like anointing, the anointing in the or the, the, the vessel, the vessel carrying that big anointing likes you. You are in their good their hearts. There are some people, it's like hey, Paul said, This guy can't die because of me. Yeah, yeah, Philippians chapter 2. Verse 23-24. The guy was sick unto death, 26 and whatever. But I said, because God had mercy on me, and especially me, lest I was sorrow. So he said, God, God said, for the sake of my servant Paul, this guy will not die. When an anointed person loves you, things just favor you. That's one of the reasons why you're able to buy such a big house. When an anointed person likes you, things just work for you. Now you understand the secret. But secondly, when you are close to an anointed vessel, you are likely to catch the anointing. But that one doesn't come automatically. Anointing doesn't come because someone is close to anointed. Anointing comes because someone close to the anointed is hungry, is pushing, is desirous, anointing. When you want the anointing, you will get the anointing. That's why the longer you are in church, the more dangerous it is. Church, the longer you stay in church and you, you don't start with hunger, the more likely, unless crisis hits your life. Sometimes when God wants to change your story, he allow crisis to come. Well, crisis is a very good friend of success people, successful people. Yeah. He will allow some crisis. Anointing only responds and respects desire. Now, he said, I did not shun to, t- to, to declare all the counsel of God to you. The whole counsel of God. Put up verse 24. He says that I have not shunned to declare anything that is profitable to you. And then when you look at the 20, uh, 25, I can um, accomplish what I am assigned to do. That's why I'm pushing. And indeed, now I know that you are among whom I've gone preaching that God will, may not see my face again. So I'm taking advantage to teach you. Therefore, I testify to you this day that I'm innocent of the blood of all men. Yes. For I have, verse 27, for I have not shunned to declare to you the whole counsel of God. There's a whole counsel of God that you have to be aware of. The whole counsel of God. So I have not shunned to declare the whole counsel of God to you. So the point here is that there are things that people need to know. Now listen to me very carefully very, very carefully. In this season, there will be a lot of moments of stirrings. When you see a moment of stirring, cash in on it. First of all, open your heart and take advantage and pray into it. And usually, when there's a moment of stirring, besides connecting your heart to it, there's always the need to take a physical step, especially like a seed sowing. Your inability to give works against you. It never works against the church. It works against you. There'll be moments of staring. Some of you, you come into an atmosphere, you can tell heavens are open upon you. Don't just finish praying and sweating and get up and go. When you can take advantage and memorialize this encounter. When God wants to bless you, he will help you to notice where anointing is. 
He will help you to notice. It's not like the thing is not fake. It's not obscure. You will be you 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 can certify in your heart that there's an anointing here. And when you see an anointed vessel, find enemies to connect. Look for an opportunity. There are some things that don't come by prayer. There are certain supernatural favors that don't come by prayer. They don't come by prayer. They don't come by just praying. Pray. When you are praying, God will show you and have a vessel to go and honor or to go and connect yourself to. God will always show you when you are praying, He wants to help you. What kind of prayer is it you are praying that you are not seeing? Say, watch and pray. What prayer are you praying that you are not seeing instructions? You are not seeing where opportunities are. You are not seeing where destiny is tied to. People can be here. Out of my belly shall flow river. And go and no river is flowing. Because you are not seizing the moment. Say, by God's grace. I have seen and overseen people's change of stories. I've seen it. Their change of stories from level to level. And the, the more people connect, the more people honor, the more people find a way to tap into. They say, Why are you tapping? Show me in the Bible where it says you should tap into. Show me where it says you should drive a car. Having said about the investment, Sometimes when you want to get married, you want to do a wedding, you start saving money. When you want to buy a house, you start saving money. You, you save money for this. In the same way, sometimes this is what natural men don't get. Spiritually, when you are believing God for a certain level, dimensions of breakthroughs and grace, you start sowing seeds. That's how it works. Start sowing seeds and with the mindset that I'm believing you for a certain dimension of grace. It might not show up immediately. Sometimes it doesn't take time. Other times, with time, before you see, you are smiling. Oh, yeah. I know Shan to declare the whole counsel of God. Yeah. Be determined that an anointed vessel will not feel negative or pain about you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Never, because your future will pay a dear price. Be determined. There are other dimensions, honor, purity, sincerity, cleanliness, and holding the anointed vessel, not because of his human nature, but because of the anointing you are aware a person carries. Don't be aware. Of an anointed person carries and relate to him normally. No, because the anointing is not transferable by proximity, but by connectivity. It's important. Honor. These are times, these times of fastings, you should be able to invest seed into this anointed atmosphere. Don't be excited. We didn't take offering, so you are going. Do it. Connect yourself. Take seed. You have seen anointing. Let your seed go there. That's that's what the 
Normally, the, the prophet, when there's a movie, said, Seven people, the Lord is showing, bring and And it works. Because people get up based on the anointing they are seeing. No, oh, this man, why should I give him my money? Why should I give the church all this money? Why should, that's what the devil tells you. Why should I give? Oh, it's too much. It's too much. You are relating with your eye on the grace they carry. Water finds its own level. Grace finds its own level. As I was praying, the Lord laid on my heart. He says that, see, see the way water finds its own level? The same way grace finds. If you tilt the ground, grace will not go up. Grace never flows up. So make yourself big. Grace never flows up. It always flows. That's it. Humble yourself and then God will give you grace. Grace always flows. So that when the devil wants to hurt you, he will show you elements about a grace career that should make you relate with him normal. Never ever judge a vessel in the natural when God shows you their supernatural and you want to relate with them. Determine to stay in the supernatural. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. The best thing that can happen to you is being exposed to the word of God. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, and subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. You can also find more information about Caris Church and our upcoming services by visiting caris.org. Be blessed.